Good morning, beautiful people. Good morning, beautiful people. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift of where shift happens. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Just another good day that the Lord has kept us. We are going to, re I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it because that's really the only thing that I, I know to do simply because he's just been, just been really, really good to me, really, really kind to me. In spite of all of my failures, in spite of all of my faults, in spite of all of my, um, like the old people used to say, in spite of my down sin, good morning, Foster. The Lord has truly, truly been kind to me. He keeps on blessing me over, woo, watch yourself now, over and over again. And, and because of that, you know, I, I, I choose, I choose to worship him. I choose to serve him. I choose to, to love him with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my might. So I appreciate y'all for, again, rolling with your girl on the morning shift where shift happens. The morning shift, beautiful people, is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, <clears throat> located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin and the fine staff at Gatlin Mortuary, where we provide modern day services with traditional values. It is with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Miss Willie Mae Horn of Valdosta, Georgia. The life, celebration, the life celebration services for Miss Willie Mae Horn are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of young Mr. Michael Jenkins of Valdosta, Georgia. The life celebration services are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. It is with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Ulysses Mosley of Stockton, Georgia. The life celebration services for Mr. Ulysses Mosley are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, it is with sincere sympathy that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Miss Willie Mae Horn, Mr. Michael Jenkins and Mr. Ulysses Mosley. The life celebration services are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, in your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that's Gatlin Mortuary, where we provide modern day services with traditional values. Mm-mm-mm. So good morning, kind people, kind people, kind people. Uh, it's again uh, on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Uh, good morning to everybody who joined in uh, on Tuesday. And I want to pose a question this morning. I, I want to pose a question for us this morning. And I hope that you would jot this down on a piece of paper. Put it on the tables of your heart. But the question that I want to sincerely ask you this morning is this. What do you want the Lord to do for you? What do you want the Lord to do for you? 
What do you want him to do for you? And that's that's the question that we're going to, to pose this morning. That's what we're going to look at. And we're going to uh, focus on Luke chapter number 18 and specifically in verse number 41. But we're going to look at verse number 35 uh, through uh, 41. And it says, as Jesus was coming near Jericho, there was a blind man sitting by the road begging. When he heard the crowd passing by, he asked, what is this? Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, they told him. So he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The people in front scolded him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stopped and ordered the blind man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? This is what he asked. What do you want me to do for you? Sir, he answered, I want to see again. Jesus said to him, then see. Your faith has made you well. So again, we're going to look at um, Luke chapter number 18 and verse 41. So the question that I want to, po you know, want, to, want us to talk about is, or, or think about, of course, I've given you, what do you want the Lord to do for you? That's what you need to put it down on your paper. What do I want the Lord to do for me? Sometimes in life, um, we have things that go on that not only creates um, a disturbance, so to speak, for us, a problem for us, but it also... Um, births or creates a problem for other people and here in luke chapter number 18 we find a, a young beggar who is on the side of the road a, a blind beggar who is on the side of the road and he hears he blind but he can't see but he can hear but he hears this commotion and he asks a question what is this that says jesus of nazareth who is passing by so he began to create a disturbance because he had heard, again, he had heard of the miracles of Jesus. He had heard of the works of Jesus, the service that Jesus was doing. Um, so he made a, he created a disturbance. Whenever you, mm -hmm. whenever you have something that you desire of the Lord, hear me when I'm talking. Whenever you have something that you desire of the Lord, it is okay for you to create a disturbance to get his attention. You have to, you have to do whatever, listen, you got to do whatever you got to do in order for you to be able to have a face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord. And this is what this blind beggar was willing to do. It created a disturbance. See, not everybody is going to understand or even appreciate or be compassionate about why you are crying out to the Lord like you cry out to him. Why you are pursuing him. Why are you making the noise, making this fuss? Because you're trying to get the attention of the Lord. Listen. This this point, the point that this blind beggar was in was a place of impossibility. He was in a place of impossibility. There was nothing 
that he could do about his situation. Clearly, there was nothing that other people around him could do about his situation. So he was in a place of impossibility where the only name that works huh, in impossible situations is the name of Jesus. So he understood that not everybody understands. Listen, it, there comes a point when we have to acknowledge this is something that I cannot do. And it does, and it doesn't have to make sense. <clears throat> excuse me. It doesn't have to make sense to other people. What you need from the Lord, what you need the Lord to do for you, don't have to ever make sense to other people. Some people may say, you, you're asking for the wrong things. Some people may say you're asking uh, uh, for, for the impossible. You know, how do you think that that's going to happen in the situation that you're in or in the predicament? That's a perfect opportunity for me to lean on the name that I can trust. Whenever you, <clears throat> if you struggle with, if you struggle with believing, if you truly do not have faith, you will struggle with asking God to do the impossible. And what we oftentimes do is we lean to only limiting God to things that make sense. Today I commit, today I commit to not limiting my God to things that make sense. He, he lives in the realm of supernatural. He is the supernatural. So the things that he does is supernatural. It is, I'm not going to waste God's time. This is me now. I'm not going to waste his time with common sense things. Things that I can figure out. Things that I can do on my own. I'm not petitioning God for that. Because I just, I need to put in more work to get that accomplished. But I refuse to limit. Ooh, Oh, God, help me today. I refuse to limit the God that I serve, the God that I believe in, to those things that make sense. So, again, here this blind beggar is on the side of the road in a situation that to other people is common and natural. Some people, you know, they, they're okay with you being in the broken state that you that that we get in sometimes. Some people are okay with that that position and predicament that they're that we're in and don't understand that the only reason why I'm making the noise that I'm making is I'm trying to get the attention of the only person that I know that can work this out, that can get this under control, that can fix this situation, that can heal this ailment, uh, that can that can eliminate this problem that I'm in. So he cries, he creates a disturbance. And he yells, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. I'm talking about he's just loud. When you cry out to the Lord, it don't matter how who looking at you, what they're going to say about you. When you have a need in your life, when you have something that you need to put before God or something that you have put before God, you don't care how people look at you. You don't care what they say about you. Because again, this is a need that I have. You may, may not understand. I'm not satisfied with this position that I'm in. I am not content with this uh, situation that I'm facing. So the Bible says that he cries out. 
They scolded him. Scolded him and told him to be quiet. It's easy to tell for you to tell me to be quiet when you're not facing what I'm facing. When you're not dealing with what I'm dealing with. When you have no clue how it feels to be me. Oh, God. They have no clue, no idea how it feels to be you in the situation that you're in. So, but he shouted even more loudly. Because again, he was set on getting the attention. He was set on uh, making sure that the Lord heard him. Oh, I just want the Lord to hear me. Whatever it takes, I just want the Lord to hear me. Hear what I'm trying to tell you? I just want him to hear me. Um, and if that means I've got to, to go to him louder than the, the, the trouble that you're trying to create, the noise that you're trying to create, the static that you're cry, trying to create in my life, then so be it. But he, but he, but he shouted even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. So look, verse number 40, Luke 18. So Jesus stopped and ordered the blind man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked, what do you want me to do for you? So that's what I want you to do. What is it that you want the Lord to do for you? Now that you have his attention, now that you are in his crosshairs, now that you are in front of him, what is it that you want him to do for you? So without hesitation, he says, sir, I want to see again. <laughs> Listen, he said, sir, I want to see again. I don't care what they say. I, that's, that's what I want. And sometimes we've been on the way, but we've lost our way. Sometimes we've had it, but we've lost it. Sometimes we had it, but somebody, something or someone was able to take it away from us. Some situation or circumstance took it away from us. He said, I just want to be able to see again. And just look at him and say, he said, well, see. <laughs> Listen, he said, well, if that's what you want, you bothered me. You fought through being scolded. You kept screaming for me. If that's what you want, that's what I'm going to give you. Good God Almighty. Are you in a position to truly ask God for what you want? Have you truly positioned yourself to ask God for what you truly want? He said, well, see. I mean, I don't know if Jesus was making this, this facial expression that I'm making. But I... Like, if that's what you want, well, see. If do not be afraid or ashamed or reserved in asking God for the impossible, because he may very well respond to you like he responded to the blind beggar. Well, get it. You want it? We're here. It gives him honor. I know it does. It brings him honor. It brings him glory. When we go to him to do the impossible, that we trust him enough to ask him for things that seem too far out of reach. Some people look at us and say, no, you ain't going to be able to get that. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to have that. Bring him glory. Because cause can't, no, can't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't no people around your dick could do that. 
Well, why you didn't call me? Because you couldn't do what I needed you to do. I needed for the Lord to fix this. I needed for him to take care of this. I needed for him to come through for me. I needed for him to um to, to deal with this situation. This 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 was beyond man's possibility. This is what I needed from him. He said, Well, see then. <laughs> then see your faith has made you well. And at once, listen, remember what I said? Bringing glory to God. At once he was able to see, immediately, suddenly. Once he had been given the then see, that was the Lord commanding things to happen immediately for him. At once he was able to see and he followed Jesus, giving thanks to God. When the crowd saw it, now this is the same crowd that knew he was sitting on the side of the road. He was a blind beggar. They saw him every day. He was begging every day. When the crowd saw it, they all praised God. They couldn't nobody do this but him. Who you become, the things that we obtain, couldn't nobody do that but him. So what, what do you want the Lord to do for you? That's what I want you to focus on today. What do I want the Lord to do for me? And what am I willing to do to get at his feet, to get before him, to have his attention to where he inclines his ear to my prayer? Where he is, you know, all of this noise around us, he ain't paying no attention. Ponder on it today. Ponder on it today. What do I want the Lord to do for me? Don't put down, listen, I'm encouraging you this. Don't put down anything that you can get from someone else. It can only come from him. What do you want him to do? What do you want the Lord to do for you? And I hope you do not limit him to common sense things. Things that make sense. Anywho. Hopefully I said something to help you out as you go through your day, beautiful people. Um, Till tomorrow morning, same back time, same back channel. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift where a shift happens. Hope you have an amazing day. Again, what do you want the Lord to do for you. I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.